0: Why are you with a narcissist? Why are you with a toxic person? Maybe you're at the place where you're thinking like, well, because he loves me, because he cares about me, because all these different things. No, why are you with them? Because there's a piece of the reason why you're with a toxic person is based on the story that you believe. It's based on what you're actually thinking. It's based on what is happening in the relationship that is causing you to believe an alternate reality than the truth. That's what keeps you stuck Longer than you ever want to be stuck with a toxic person thinking that it's the only way. Thinking that it's all you're worth. Thinking whatever version of reality that keeps you stuck there. I want to talk to you today from the perspective of being a narcissist. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. How I've shown up in a toxic way. How I've been abusive. How I've been the asshole that actually hasn't helped people grow, heal, and change. Continuing to move forward, now we try to help enable people to break free of the abuse by first understanding it. And then by helping walk them through a system of developing and understanding the stories that they believe so they can break that, so they can change that, so they can get rid of the trauma bond, so they can move forward past the rumination, so they can stop letting triggers control them on a day-to-day basis. But this all comes back to the story that you believe. One time we had a person that mentioned this, and I love the phrase. Uh, She came through our Clarity Challenge, and in one of the videos, she talked about this aspect of positive projection. We don't really talk about it a whole lot, but it's a unique idea that you actually have a lot of times a projection that you put on the narcissist that's positive. Well, he's being abusive, but he loves me. And you put a positive light to something that's negative there. Now, it's not always just because you're naive and you're looking at a different way. It's also because you've been conditioned a lot of times by being with an narcissist to view it that way. Because he's hurt you and abused you. He's cheated on you. He's lied on you. And he says, but you're the one for me. But I love you. But we're soulmates. Like, it's the best thing ever. Like, we have so much connection. I don't know what I'd do without you. So many different things there. So we get that. But there's also this positive projection that happens that you're like, but he is a good person. He does have good in him. He does care about me. He does care about the kids. But typically, it's also this refusal to acknowledge what's actually happening, what's actually real. One of the ways we see this the most is after the relationship, uh, after you've broken up, after he's broken up, and you're still ruminating about it. You're still thinking about it. You're still thinking about all of the good times. And a lot of times, how I normally illustrate it is thinking of like a mountain range, now, I want you to consider like looking off in the distance and you see a mountain range. So like say you're driving from the East Coast to the West Coast and you see the Rocky Mountains. Okay, you see these giant mountain ranges and from a far off distance, it looks like one giant mountain rising up. Then you get closer and you start realizing it's not just one mountain, it's many mountains. And then maybe you take a flight over the mountains or a helicopter ride and you look down and you see these mountains are varied like different sizes, different shapes, all these different things. Now, the purpose of the illustration is you're far away and it looks like one solid mountain. It looks like a a progression up into the sky. As you go over, you realize on a topographical sense that it's not that way. There's a a little mountain, okay? And then there's uh, in between. There's a peak and then there's a pit. There's an up and then there's a down. There's a new cliff, there's a new crag. there's a new up and down and the mountains are all kind of moving back and forth. And the thing is when you're with a toxic person, when you're with a narcissist and you look back on the relationship, you view it as that first impression of a mountain. You view it as like, wasn't that bad? Like it, like, it progressed, like yeah, there was bad times, but like, it wasn't that bad. Instead, when you actually fly over the mountain and you realize, wait a second, what I'm remembering, cause I'm first off, I'm remembering like this peak this good moment here. And then there's this giant dip and this giant pit canyon in between to this other peak over here. And when you're far away, all you see is this first peak and then you see the second peak and then you see another peak, but you don't see all of the shit in between. Like you don't see all the things that actually made it awful. Let me ask you this. Do you have a certain date that you're like, this date was awesome. was really good. was really amazing. What happened before and what happened after? Let me tell you a scenario that happened with a client of mine. She was like, the date was really good. Like We had a really awesome time. I was like, okay, okay. tell me about before. She started walking through the the events kind of leading up, realizing that when she got home from work, how degrading he was actually talking to her. Realizing that she ended up changing five different times because of comments that he made about her appearance. She didn't feel good enough to be able to step out of the house because of what he was making her feel and experience because of his condescending tone. Then they finally left. In the car ride, it was silent. There wasn't communication. But there, it was great. Great meal, great waiter, great great people around them, like all different things, it was a great moment. And then afterwards, he blew up at her. He got upset after paying the, paying the check, got in the car, and got upset, and on the way home, almost drove off the side of the road because of road rage. And it wasn't until we walked through this in a verbal way, like step by step, that she started to have like the light kind of come to her eyes of like, oh, I see it now. That's sometimes how we have to walk people through the stories that they believe to be able to understand the truth that is actually there. Because a lot of times you are looking at a past reality that is completely false. Completely false. But it looks good and it feels good in the moment. Some of it automatically happens from our own mind, from our own body that is a trauma adverse, is trying to rid ourselves of trauma, is trying to get away from it. So it minimizes it, it pushes it down. I'm like, I don't want to deal with this, don't want to feel this anxiety, don't want to feel this frustration. So it minimizes it, it pushes it away. And all you remember is that good moment and not the shit before and the shit after. You need able to understand like this happens consistently inside a toxic relationship where you end up selling yourself on a story. You end up selling yourself on an alternate version of reality, one that the narcissist is manufactured and created and impressed upon you and one that you still put upon yourself. This is why we have people that struggle to break free from a toxic person over the long haul. You might be where you've consistently gone back over and over and over. Talking to a client the other day, they consistently gone back for years. They're like, I don't know how to break this. At the end of the day is because of the story that they believe that sells them on the fantasy of being with this person. That sells them that it can actually be this way. It can actually grow this way. It can actually develop in being the relationship that they want, and they believe it every single time until they don't, and then they leave. And then they want to believe it again because they're feeling lost. They start to pain shop. They're looking at their social media. They're interacting. They're, they're contacting. They're reaching out to, to friends to figure out, like, what's going on? What's he doing now? All these things to be able to feel or because they're numb and they want to feel. All these different aspects of pain shopping. They keep doing it to sell themselves on a story. Then he cares about you. If you're talking about a narcissist, they don't. They care about what you bring to the table. Image, money, sex, power, control status. It's about what you bring to the table. It's not about who you are. Narcissists doesn't care who you are. They care about what you do, what you provide for them. What is the story that you're telling yourself today? You might be thinking, I know this story. I'd have you think that whatever story you think you know is probably at the surface level of 20 other stories that are underneath it. A lot of times when we talk through stories, people slowly learn and realize that the stories they have in themselves are not about the narcissist, but are about themselves innately. Thinking that you're not good enough. Not because he said you're not good enough, but because you get to the place you start to believe I'm not good enough. We see this happen consistently in toxic relationships, especially in dealing with the romantic side and toxic relationships with cognitive dissonance. When the narcissist looks at you and says, hey, I love you and slaps you in the face. I love you and slaps you in the face. I love you and then slaps you in the face. Doing this mentally, emotionally, even physically at times, going through these motions over and over and over again, confusing you. And it slowly sells you a story and a version about yourself. That story might be, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of actually getting love. That story might be, this is what love actually is. This is what it looked like with my parents. This is what it looks like now my relationship. This just must be what it is. So I just got to get used to it. The story might be, we just struggle with communication. This is just a stressful time in his life until he gets better, until he actually changes. Like all these things will happen that you'll justify. You'll sell yourself a story in the relationship to stay in a toxic relationship. This is what my wife did for such a long period of time until she broke the trauma bond by moving away, working on herself and actually having that separation. But for her, she would sell herself on a story that I actually cared, that I actually loved her, that, that this was love, that this was how it was supposed to be, that this is what she was worthy of, that she this is what she was good enough for. She would sell herself this version of reality to be able to exist in it. To feel comforted in the chaos. To feel better in the midst of all the shit that was happening. She didn't break free until she was able to change the story that she had in her head. Think of it this way. Sometimes people are like, I don't want to leave because then I'm afraid that he's never going to come back. I don't want to actually tell him this because then I'm afraid that he's going to cheat. I don't want to have a period of separation because then I'm afraid that he's going to cheat was one of the thoughts that she thought until someone said, hey, you need to understand if he's going to cheat anymore, he's going to do it with or without you. It doesn't matter. And she started to adjust the story that she believed that said, hey, if he does that, that's on him. I'm not going to be the person that's associated with that. I'm not going to be the person that's controlled by that. I'm going to learn and be able to break the trauma bond, be able to move forward from the story that I believe that's leaving me trapped in a toxic relationship. Are you trapped today in a toxic relationship? Not by the other person. They're not chaining you to the wall, but they're also at the place where they're triggering the emotions, the feelings that are activating stories inside of you that you're believing. This is why people leaving and getting out of a toxic relationship is not enough. We see people a year, two years, five years down the road that they're still stuck in the trauma bond. They are still stuck mentally and emotionally having that narcissist take up free real estate in their mind and they're not able to move forward in their healing because that battle is in your mind and it's in the stories that you believe on a day-to-day basis. This is what we provide freedom from when you work with us at Raw Motivations is helping you rewire the story that you believe to be able to get to the truth of the situation because the truth is the only thing that will set you free. If you're interested in understanding more about that and working to break free of that, reach out to me today. Click on the link down below, go to rawmotivations.com, click on -on one-on-ones, we'd love to interact with you, we'd love to help you move forward in your healing journey. We have a scripted out process that we focus on developing, putting you in access with other people that are moving towards that best version of themselves, working on eradicating the stories that they believe to move themselves into a place of power and certainty and confidence in who they are and be able to stand in a powerful place as a beacon of light and hope to other people on a day-to-day basis. What's the story you're telling yourself today?